What is up, everybody? I'm happy to be back. I'm happy you're back. Welcome into the Mission and Purpose podcast, episode two. If you haven't listened to the first episode, I highly encourage you to do it. It's not it's not very long, but in in that message, we we really cover the the foundational concept of what a mission is and what a purpose is, because I believe that there is a very clear delineation in the Word of God between a mission and a purpose. God has given us all as Christians a collective mission to accomplish here on earth, and He has also given each and every one of us a very unique purpose um, for us. Today, what I want to talk about is a question that we all ask ourselves, at least for me, daily. Uh, and it's also something that's really been worn out in society today is how do I find my purpose? There are books written on it. There are podcasts much like this. There are videos and you name it. There's so much out there talking about how do you find your purpose in life? And those are all good. And I'm not going to, I'm not going to talk down on any of those. I believe that they all are informative in their own right. But what I will say is that I believe that we've worn it out to the point where we've all, in a sense, become tired of seeking and looking and trying so hard to find our purpose that many of us have given up or become just worn out by the constant seeking to find what we are here to do. What I would offer to you in the topic of today's message is instead of trying to find your calling, allow the calling to find you. Instead of trying to find your calling, allow the calling to find you. For those of you that maybe haven't heard episode one, I, I am a believer in God. I am a follower of Christ, and I believe that the Word of God has all the answers that we need in this life. So I do talk a lot about, and I reference scriptures in the Bible, because I believe that that by pulling out the scripture and allowing it to uh, to guide us and provide us with, with wisdom, that it can ultimately help us in the pursuit of identifying the purpose that God has given us in life. So again, I, 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 the purpose of this message is to get you to stop thinking about the, the daunting task of finding your purpose and instead reorienting your brain to think about allowing the purpose in your calling in life to find you. So what do I mean by that? There are two different topics I want to talk about today. Tuning your ears to the voice of God. And once you've done that, asking, believing, and receiving what God has for you. So first let's talk about turning your ears to the voice of tuning your ears to the voice of God. What are we talking about here? First, I want to reference in the book of John, chapter 8, verse 47, it says, Whoever is of God hears the words of God. The reason why you do not hear them 
is that you are not of God. The verse is pretty clear, but let me simplify it a little further. If you're struggling with hearing the voice of God, then you need to have a better relationship with God. You're not familiar with his voice because you don't know him. An analogy that I'll use is a lot of people listening to this may not be old enough to remember this, but um, I'm just old enough to, to, to know a time before smartphones and before cell phones when the only phone that you had available to you was the landline phone in your home. And you had a Rolodex in your mind of every number, every phone number to the house of every friend that you had. And there was no, there was no context list in, in, in your smartphone. There was nothing. Some people actually had a Rolodex, but most of us just remembered the numbers of our, of our closest friends so that we could call them whenever we wanted to link up and hang out. Similarly, when you would receive a phone call, there was no screen, at least not on the older phones, to show you who was calling you. So until you picked up and heard the voice on the other end, you didn't know who was there. It could have been a stranger or it could have been a, a friend or a family member, but you, you didn't know. You just pick up the phone and answer it to see who's on the other end. For those friends and close family members whom we're most, most familiar with, when we pick up the phone, without them even saying, a lot of times they wouldn't say, hey man, this is, this is Josh. It's just, hey man, what are you doing? Let's hang out. Without having to ask who it is, you know who it is because that's your friend. And you have a close relationship with that friend. You've spent time with that person. You've been around that person for, for likely years. You've tuned your ears to the voice of that person. You don't have to ask who it is, you know. The same is true for a relationship with God. If we haven't established a relationship and a familiarity with God, we are not going to be able to understand his voice when he's speaking to us. It will sound like a stranger's voice, it will be confused sometimes for other voices in our head, whether it's just the ongoing conversation or dialogue that happens in your head or even the enemy's voice. There's no way for you to be able to determine who it is because you haven't developed a relationship with God. Tuning your ears to the voice of God. This is the first step in being able to access God on another level, being able to ask God to reveal things to you, your purpose in life. And when he speaks to you, being able to identify that it's God speaking to you without there being confusion and without you having to think, maybe it's just that voice in the back of my head. Point you to another verse, John chapter 10, verse 27. My sheep hear my voice and I know them and they follow me. In the New Testament, there, uh, this analogy of the shepherd and the sheep is used everywhere. 
even in the, the, the well-known prayer, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. The Lord is, this, is our shepherd and we are his sheep. The sheep that, that spend, the, spend time every day with the shepherd understand the shepherd's voice. And the shepherd knows us. He knows what's best for us. And when he calls out to us as his sheep, we hear him and we listen. Maybe consider those, um, those sheep or us that do not remain close enough to the shepherd. The sheep that maybe wander off and aren't used to hearing his voice. When the shepherd calls out to his sheep to provide them with guidance, to let them know that the food is ready or danger is near, the sheep that know his voice follow him and they're safe. The sheep that have gone astray and don't know his voice, they they won't acknowledge him. They won't know who he is. It's, it's, it's a simple concept, but the point remains that unless we spend time with God through prayer and through seeking him in his word, we're just not going to have a familiarity with his voice and we're not going to understand that he's speaking to us when he is. Finally, I want to reference Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. It says, but first seek the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be added to you. First seek the kingdom of God. This is, we tend to overcomplicate things in life and we tend to, I'm a process oriented person. I like to plan. I like to have steps in place. And it, and sometimes that makes me overcomplicate things. I add too many steps. I do too many things. Let's simplify this down to one thing. If you want to find out what God's purpose is for your life, why he put you here, forget about everything else and just seek him first. Seek him in the word. I'll tell you, I, I'll be the first to admit. Until recently in my life, I did not like reading the Bible. It's boring. Or at least it seemed boring. Praying. Didn't know what to say. I didn't know how to really do it. It seemed too structured sometimes in the church I grew up in. I didn't know how to talk to God. I didn't want to read his word. But I'll tell you, if you set aside a little bit of time, for me, I set aside to start 15 minutes. I don't know what I'm going to read, but I'm going to read, I'm going to read the Bible for a little bit. I don't know what I'm going to pray, but I'm just going to, I'm just going to talk to God like he's sitting in front of me. And I'm going to try that out for 15 minutes. I'm going to do that every night before I go to bed. 15 minutes, I can do that. Most of us can say we can set aside 15 minutes, put down the phone, turn off the TV for 15 minutes and do that. Start there. I will make you a promise. If you start with that, after a week, you're going to want to do more. After 15 minutes, you're going to want 20. After 20, you're going to want 30. Before you know it, I promise you this. You're not only going to enjoy seeking God in his word, but you're going to notice a, a considerable change in your life the way you handle problems throughout the day. You're going to find yourself talking to God when you're facing a challenge 
or when you need his wisdom in a decision you're making. Spend a little bit of time in the word. Don't overwhelm yourself. Don't tell yourself you're going to do an hour, hour and a half to start out. Start out small. And what I will guarantee you is that your life will take a a considerable turn for the better almost immediately. So that's the first topic. Tune your ears to the voice of God. Make it simple. Seek him and the rest will follow. Once we've got that covered, once we're seeking God and we have a relationship with God and we we begin to tune our ears to the Lord, then I offer the next step is to ask, believe, and receive. 1 John 5, verse 14 states, And this is the confidence that we have toward Him, that if we ask anything according to His will, He hears us. I think the important thing to note here is that it doesn't say if we ask God anything, he will hear us and he will answer us. It doesn't say that. It says if we ask anything according to his will, he will hear us. For me, the way I interpret that is pretty simple. Father God, I ask that you will that you will make known to me your will for my life. Make it clear to me why you put me here on this earth and how I can best serve you for the kingdom of God. That's a simple prayer. And that is a prayer I am asking according to his will. If you ask that, the Bible tells us, so I can guarantee you that he will reveal it to to you. He will hear you and he will reveal it to you. Mark chapter 11, verse 24 says, Whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. Ask, believe, and receive. Whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. Before I close this out, I just want to review. It's, this is, I believe that this is a, a crucial point, a a crucial aspect of every Christian's relationship with God. If you do not have your priorities right, then your relationship with God will suffer. Keep it simple. Seek him first and ask according to his will. All you have to do after that is just believe and receive. With that, I just want to close it with a verse from Psalms. It's more so, in my mind, a a prayer. And I offer this to you that you might maybe turn around and, and, and say this same prayer to the Lord. Verse, or chapter 25, verses 4 and 5 say, Make me to know your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. Lead me in your truth and teach me. For you are the God of my salvation. For you I wait all the day long. Seek first the kingdom of God. Ask, believe, and receive. Allow your calling to find you, not the other way around.
Thank you, everybody, for listening. I hope this was beneficial to you. I love y'all. Have a great week, wherever you are. God bless you. We'll talk to you soon.